Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The National Basketball Association. The hosts would refer to it as the best league in sports. Bringing you the latest NBA news, updates, and opinions. It's time for Double Tech with Darrell H.B. Young and Christian Weaver. This is how we do. We make a move and act the fool while we up in the club. This is how we do. Nobody do. This is exactly how we do. Welcome to Double Tech. I am Darrell H.B. Young. I am Christian Weaver. And we thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Double Tech. Please excuse me. I about spit Mountain Dew all over the board. It was a bumpy start at the very beginning. Kind of losing my mind. It's All-Star Weekend. I'm excited. Is that, is that a, an excuse to mess things up? <laughs> uh, Gary would probably say no. Gary would kill me. <laughs> I don't even want to know what Gary would do to me. It, it would be bad. It would be real bad. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. As I said, All-Star Weekend is upon us. I'm excited. The wife actually lets me enjoy All-Star Weekend. The good thing is Valentine's Day was last weekend, so I'm good. I'm in the clear. I can be a bum, no pants, Lakers jersey, maybe, and that's pretty much my attire for the next three days. You know, even if Valentine's Day fell on the same weekend back, sorry, babe. Got NBA All-Star Weekend. NBA All-Star Weekend's been there longer than you. Oh, dope. I mean, as accurate as that is, I don't think I can no, say I don't that. No, I don't think we'd get away with it. <laughs> I don't think I can say that out loud. But, you know, you get, could do your Valentine's Day do stuff during the day and then at night. You know what? That's It's crazy because we're talking about just basketball in general with it kind of lining up with different things for the family. Valentine's Day, All-Star Weekend, always right upon each other. It used to be... NBA 2K came out right around the time my wife's birthday was. Okay. Like 2K comes out a little earlier now. It's like used to come out in the beginning of October. Now it's like. Yeah, mid beginning of September yeah, pretty much. So, but yeah, so I used to have to figure that out too. I would buy it and I couldn't play it because her birthday was like that next day. But now I don't play as much. I got to get my 2K back on. You, you told me this year's was great, but I'm sloppy. I still haven't played it one time. Well, the the five version's great. I don't know about the four. Yeah, that's what I'm on, so. I have no choice. Yeah. You look at me and say, peasant. You don't food. have a PlayStation 5 no, yet? No, what am I doing? No. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. All-Star Weekend. We're going to go over who's doing what, where. We're also going to hit up uh, some of the standings and whatnot, see how we're looking. We're about 55 to 60 games into the season. That's scary to say. Yeah, I was looking at the Phoenix Suns, and they played 58 games. They only have 24 games remaining in their season. Oh Isn't that crazy? I don't like, we're like hearing that. over a third of the way. Why you say stuff or, like that? There's only a, less than a third away from the end of the season. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. That that means playoffs will be here before we know, which is great. Playoffs are fantastic. I can't wait for that. But that means the end of the season is closer. But we can't think about that. So let's enjoy this All-Star Weekend. We're going to break down who's doing what. That's what we said. We want to see who's going to do what and which events. We're going to say who we think is going to win. And we will probably be terribly, terribly wrong. I feel like we did. Did we do pretty good last year? How did we do? Not good. I don't, I don't think it was good. I, I can't remember, but most of our predictions don't they don't come out that great. I think you're right, actually. Despite <laughs> I th- I think despite me consuming so much material on the NBA, my predictions aren't fantastic. Sometimes you just never know. You just never know. Some, yeah, some like a lot of these a awards and stuff like that we predict, MVP and stuff like that. It's usually not, you know, people aren't predicting that person. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But 
you never know what can happen. You never you never know who like sixth man or you know most improved something like that. You never know. Most improved is hard to predict. Very hard to predict because I mean, if they're most improved, that means they kind of came. You're out predicting of on them making a big jump. Yes. So. It really depends on them and how they're feeling. Well, first things first in the All-Star Weekend festivities, which this is new. The event isn't new, but how they're doing it this year is new. It's the Rising Stars, and now they have it broke up into four teams. Christian, how is that going to work? Do you know how they're breaking that down? So um, they're comprising the four teams. Twelve rookies will be on a team. Twelve sophomores will be on a team. Four members of the NBA G League Ignite developmental squad um, that's pretty cool. And they're going to be drafted into four teams to compete in three games, kind of like a tournament. Nice. Um, all in one night on Friday. All in one night, Friday. Okay. So this is more, to me, this is more interesting. Okay. Because it's a tournament. It's I think it's cool, too, yeah. Um, so there's Team Isaiah Thomas, okay. Team uh, Brent Berry, Team Gary Payton, and Team James Worthy. Okay. So we can break down the teams. And we'll predict which one's going to win. Oh, I know who I'm going with. You know so, uh, who I'm going with. Yeah, Team Barry's got Cade Cunningham, Dyson Daniels of the G League Ignite, who is going to be a first-round pick this upcoming season. Nice. Probably in the teens somewhere. I think so. Evan Mobley, Isaac Okoro, Alperin Shingoon of the Houston Rockets, Jason, Jayshon Tate of the Houston Rockets, who is uh, the brother of former Razorback Jalen Tate. Awesome. Fun fact. Um, Franz Wagner. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Say it right, please. Franz Wagner. Thank you. Of the Orlando Magic, who's having a good rookie season. Then Tim Isaiah's got Precious Achua of the Toronto Raptors, who shoots, a, I think, below 40% from the field as a big man. Which oh, my is gosh. Interesting. That's rough. Um, Desmond Bain of the Memphis Grizzlies, who's having a really good season. Really good season. Sadiq Bay of the Detroit Pistons. Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Tyrese Halliburton of the would-be, <laughs> the once Sacramento Kings. Yeah, we can ask that yeah, out. He is now on uh, the Pacers. That's funny that they haven't changed that on the NBA site. That is funny because yeah. a lot of these are updated. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Hardy of the G League Ignite, Detroit, uh, and then uh, Isaiah Stewart of the Detroit Pistons. They didn't change uh, Tyrese Halliburton because they can't believe it either. So yeah, it's a shock like, to them. They're like, they're like, that's not right. He still plays for the Kings, right? Yeah. Jaden Hardy came into the season. He was projected top five pick. He's probably going to be around the teens now. Oh, think so? Yep. Uh, Team Payton's got Wamel Ball of and the Charlotte Hornets, who's also an all-star. Scotty Barnes of the Toronto Raptors. Ayo Desunmu of the Chicago Bulls. Did have Chris Duarte. He's injured. He's not going to play. Uh, his replacement will be Jonathan Kuminga of the <laughs> Golden State Warriors. That's my guy. Yeah, um, yes. You want to say don't? I see it in your eyes. You're excited. You want to say it. But. I want to say it. I'll refrain. Um, Go ahead and say it. Uh... <laughs> He's got uh, Scoot Henderson of the G League Ignite. He's 17 years old. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 17. Uh, he's going to be – he's projected to be a top three pick next year because he's not eligible this year. Okay. 17. Yeah. What were you doing when you were 17? Were you playing with NBA uh, stars? No, I, I wasn't quite doing that. <laughs> Boy, that's fantastic. Uh, Bones Highland of the Denver Nuggets is a replacement for Davion Mitchell of the Sacramento Kings and then Jaden McDaniels of the Minnesota Timberwolves also making it. Then Team James Worthy, the last team, has Cole Anthony of the Orlando Magic, Marshawn Beauchamp of the G League Ignite, who's also going to be a first-round pick, probably in the teens. Josh Giddy of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Your boy. That's my guy. Jalen Green of the Houston Rockets, Herbert Jones of the New Orleans Pelicans, Tyrese Maxey of the Philadelphia 76ers, and Jalen Suggs of the Orlando Magic. So out of all those teams... I'm torn. 
I really am. I was going to go with Peyton right off the jump, but I'm kind of liking Team Worthy as well. Kind of do. But I, I think I'm going to go with Team Peyton. Just off strength of uh, LaMelo Ball, Scotty Barnes right there. Yeah, and Io. Io's having a good year. Oh, he is, yes. Got Jonathan Kaminga. He's pretty good, too. I was looking at Team Barry. They got Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, who are the, I mean, yeah, arguably the best two picks of the draft. Maybe Josh Giddy, too. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I Goro's pretty solid. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, he's like 28 years old. Anyway. That's hey. He's a rising star. He's twenty. <laughs> hey, years old. he's he's made that push. Um, Alperin Shingun, I like him. Franz Wagner. I'm gonna go with uh, Team Barry. Okay, so Team Barry for Christian. I'll keep these notes so we can have them for next week's show, yeah. since we will have no games to talk. So about. who do you <laughs> who do you think the worst team is? Uh, and I don't want to say Team I, Isaiah no, yeah. though, but. I, I'm not saying these guys are bad. I'm just saying the 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 team that's not put together as well. Can I say that? Yeah, but I I don't know. I don't know because I was gonna say Team Isaiah, but Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, Desmond Bain. Speak uh, to is it? It may be team worthy. It may be team worthy. Cole Anthony's having a pretty good year. Josh Giddy's having a really good rookie year. Jalen Green's struggling. Struggling. Herbert Jones having a pretty solid year as a rookie. Tyrese Maxey's established. I mean, he's good. It may uh, be uh, team worthy. I think it may be team worthy. It may be team worthy. So we'll say you picking team Barry. I'm going with team Peyton. And the worst team we're saying team worthy. So team worthy. Team worthy is probably going to win just because we're saying they're the worst team. Probably so. All right. So that's what we're going with. Lock it down. Taco Bell skills challenge. They're doing a little different this way too. How's it shaping up? So this year they have uh, teams. I think that they've done teams in the past too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they've done teams before. So the teams are broken down this way. Team Antetokounmpo, who has Giannis Antetokounmpo. Nice. The Nassis Antetokounmpo and Alex Antetokounmpo. That'll work. Yeah. I, that's who I'm going with. They're so big. Just though. because Giannis. <laughs> I mean, just because um, Giannis, but it's. And I then you know. got Team Cavs. Of course, it's in Cleveland. So Team Cavs, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley. And then you got Team Rooks that's got Scotty Pitt or Scotty Barnes. Scotty, Scotty Pippen. Pippen. Not Scotty Pippen. You got Pippen on the brain, Christian? Yeah. Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, Josh Giddy. I actually saw an interesting stat that I'll pass along. Or what you got? Not really a stat. Um, it's just kind of funny. It's like the number one selling jersey in each state for 2021-2022. I'll, I'll pass it along a little later. Okay, cool. Um. Oh, I may go with Team Rook. I think Team Rooks may be the safer bet. They're pretty skilled all around. They are. And you think about the skills challenge, it, it really is about, you know, passing, shooting, dribbling, all that good stuff. And you, you're looking at, you know, few players, young players who really can handle the rock and move with it. So mm, I was liking, you know, the Antetokounmpo brothers, but. One of those challenge. Antetokounmpo brothers is way better than the others. And it's Alex. <laughs> you tripping out. One of these brothers are not like the other bars. But, yeah, I think we're both going to go with Team Rooks, more than yep. likely. Three-point contest. I think this may actually not not be the first time I've seen this list, but it's the first time in a while. I can't. I didn't remember all these guys were in here. Yep. Um, so the participants are Fred Van Vliet of the Raptors, who is an all-star, Desmond Bain of the Grizzlies, Luke Kennard of the Clippers, Zach Levine of the Bulls, who's an all-star, CJ McCollum of the Pelicans, Patty Mills of the Nets, Carl Anthony Towns, who's an all-star, and Trey Young, who is an all-star. Oh, man. Who who are you going with? I'm going to let you say it first. See, this is kind of the one that's not – it's hard to predict because, you know, Curry's been in it. Well, Curry's actually won it, but uh, 
like really good shooters can be in this, and then they just suck it up and they don't do anything. But I'm going to go with Zach Levine. You think it's Zach? Yeah. He's going to be the first player to ever win the three-point contest and dunk, dunk contest. contest. Really? I think so. So that's how you're feeling. I could be making that stat up, but I think he is. <laughs> no, I, I think you're right. Uh, I heard mm. something along those lines. Oh, my gosh. I'm torn between Trey Young, even though he's you know streaky from time to time. Or I'm I'm gonna go with the underdog, Patty freaking Mills. Hey mate, I'm going to come out here and hit threes. I'm going with Patty. Trey Young seems like the safe bet, kinda. I don't know if any of them are safe bets. <laughs> you know, Kat, I wonder who the favorite is. Cat's gonna win. Now we're talking all this. You know, what? I kind of want Cat to win. That would be pretty cool. So you're going with Zach? Yeah. I don't know, man. I I, I kind of want to go odd. I'm thinking Patty Mills, but you know, you know, Fred Van Vliet is going to win, right? It's possible. You know, he's he's going. <laughs> I mean, I could see any of them winning, really. Uh, okay, I'm going to go Patty Mills. Okay, so you so you got Zach. Patty yes. and I got Zach. Okay, come on. Patty. So then we move on to Patty. what is typically <laughs> the uh, highlight of the uh, the night. I'm nervous, man. This don't look. It doesn't look great, right? It doesn't look great. Okay, let's talk about this. Before we even pick, I feel like it's time to flip-flop the dunk contest and the three-point contest. Put the three-point contest last? Yes. because the We've la- had some good dunk contests in the past few years. We have. Most of them have involved Aaron Gordon getting snubbed. but <sighs> Don't even get me started on that. Like last year's was forgettable. I think Anthony Simons won. I was just about to say who won. I'm pretty sure it was Anthony Simons. I could be wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, dude. It was forgettable last year. I think it's time. Because honestly, it's it's it gets to a point because we're looking at the name like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's not great. Like, eh, well, I don't know. I, I like Jalen Green. That's Jalen Green can get up. Yeah, I, that's actually who I'm gonna pick. But I feel like it's time to just because everybody get the people get more excited for three point. It does now. Yeah, they do. So you know, most dunks have been done by now. This is true, especially when you got guys like you know. Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, Levine, which was, I mean, I don't care what people say. You know, Dominique and Michael Jordan, that was a great one, stuff like that. Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon was probably the best one ever. I think as far as back-to-back dunks, because you can go back and watch that Dominique and, and MJ dunk contest, and it's tough to compare those dunks to the dunks they do now. For that the dunks, time. Yeah, for that time, that was great. It was awesome. But then you had people that were just doing, like, between the legs like it was nothing. Oh, my gosh. I think it is the, the best back-to-back you dunk, I dunk, you dunk, I dunk competition that I can even fathom to watch. It was so fun and so good to watch. And Aaron Gordon should not have lost. You know, a lot of people would say, if you asked a lot of people who's the best dunker of all time, Vince a lot Carter. of people would say Michael Jordan. A lot of people would say Vince Carter, too. Yeah, they but say Vince Carter. Um, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon may be the most impressive. You think so? Ever. Yeah. They definitely pulled out some. I- I'll say this. I think... Between those two guys, as far as the competition between the two, that may be the best battle I've seen. But I think Vince put on like the best display just by himself because it was yeah. everybody kind of get out of the way. What is he going to do next? I don't know, man. I, I, it's it's hard for me. Oh, boy, that that's tough. But I, I wouldn't be mad because some of those dunks Aaron Gordon was doing, and Zach too, but Aaron Gordon's, I feel like his dunks were better than Zach's. And he should have won. Just like I, I agree. His dunks. Those things. Were and then insane. who beat him the second time? Was it Derrick Jones Jr.? I believe. I think so. 
Uh, and Jones Jr. had some good dunks, but Aaron uh, Gordon should have won. He should have um, won. Hey, Zach Levine is the greatest dunker in Chicago Bulls history. <laughs> I don't know about all that. He is a better dunker than Michael Jordan. Uh, he's not a better player. I didn't say better player. I said better dunker. He can definitely do some stuff above the rim that a lot of people can't do. So, And, you know, maybe if Michael Jordan grew up in this era with, all, with people doing a lot of crazy dunks, he'd do more crazy dunks. Well, but, his dunks were crazy then. Yeah, but you know, now, they the now they're not. Eh, I guess people are, a lot of people can do that. It is funny how that works. How every, a lot of people can do some of the dunks that no one could do back then, and now it's just like a breeze to a lot of it's players now. The league's more talented than it ever has been. Anyway. As a whole, I got to say you're correct. Have we even said who's in the dunk contest this year? I don't think we have. No, um, I just picked Jalen Green. And yeah, just so, over. Uh, Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The participants are Obi Toppin of the Knicks, who can dunk, but it Obi. is difficult for a big man to win. Hey, don't tell that he to is Dwight Howard. Superman. Man, it has been so fun. Dude, I, I really do. I just don't know if we can get back to that because there was that that little lull after Vince Carter where we had like. Uh, Nate then, Robinson won like three times. Yes. And Nate it was Robinson. solely because he was small and he was dunking pretty much. But he was doing some nice ones. He had, and see, it kind of got to that point where they were missing like six, seven, eight dunks. Yeah. And it was like, ah, oh, this is it's getting kind of rough. And then they kind of faded. Dwight did what he did. But then. It kind of died down until Zach and Aaron brought it back up. And Jason Richardson had some good ones, too. But Yeah, yeah. that was before Dwight, though. Yeah, but, yeah, man. Go go ahead and give uh, the rest uh, of the players we're talking Jaylen about. Green of the Rockets, Cole Anthony of the Magic, which I don't know about. I, I don't. I didn't know. I wasn't aware that Cole Anthony was some amazing dunker. I had no idea. I knew the rest of these guys could dunk. And Juan Toscano Anderson of the Warriors. Maybe Cole Anthony can surprise him. Maybe so. I don't think he's going to, but... Maybe he can. I'm going with Jalen Green. That's who I'm going with. He's got to do something this season. <laughs> I'm just going to go with JTA. Okay. All right. So I'm going with Jalen. Going with JTA. And then, as we wrap up this segment, the All Star Game itself. How you feeling, Christian? The All Star Game. Yes. I will go with Team LeBron. Me too. Has did I see that correctly? That Team LeBron has never lost since they've been doing this draft stuff. Is that correct, or did I read that wrong? I think you're right. That's fantastic. Legium. Hey man, all I gotta say is, <laughs> I know. Okay, so KD's not playing, obviously. James Harden's not playing now either. James Harden's not playing. Oh gosh, which is funny in itself. Um, I don't know. Which Jared Allen got his replacement. James Harden? That's right, I did see that. Okay. So Jared Allen with James Harden. But yeah, I'm still I'm still going with uh Team LeBron. Just looking at the the starting five, you got LeBron, Giannis, Steph, DeMar DeRozan, and Jokic. Against Team Durant, Joel Embiid, John Morant, Jason Tatum, Trey Young, and Andrew Wiggins. I like Team LeBron starters quite a bit. And Team Durant starters aren't any slouch, but man, Team LeBron's kind of nasty. Yeah, Team LeBron's pretty nasty. Yeah. Um I mean, also, quite a few of those guys are some of the best players in NBA history. So. Yeah. <laughs> How crazy is that? You're starting five. You got what many would say are three of the top to ever play. That's pretty crazy. Giannis, Stefan, LeBron. Yes. And Jokic is making that way. And they, DeMar DeRozan having his I, best season ever right yeah, now. Yeah, I think uh, Chris Paul got hurt last night. We'll see if he actually plays the game on Sunday or if they're going to find a replacement. Well, they got to. I kind of hope they find a replacement. I just wonder who that would be. I was just about to say, you hope they find a replacement so you can see who they're going to put in there. Who yeah, that's think? what I want to see. Um, Who would you guess? 
I don't know. West guard who didn't make it. I got it. It doesn't necessarily have to be a guard. I guess that's true since it's a reserve. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Brandon Ingram. I'd probably go Brandon Ingram. Ooh, that's nice. I, I like that. No, uh, Austin Reeves? No? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, man, he's getting buckets lately, man. He had nine points last night. You bet he did. An ex- extremely big three right there at the end. He's my clutch player. It's my guy. Austin Reeves. All-star right now. No, probably not. Probably never. No, no. Hey, you hey, you chill out. You watch yourself, okay? You never- I'm not trying to hate on the, the guy that's from Arkansas. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's likely not going to happen. You, you watch yourself, okay? You don't talk down to my players. Tell them what they can't do and what they can't achieve. All-star Austin Russell Reeves. Westbrook. Achieve not turning the ball over five times in a single game. Yeah, you can't do that. Wait, what? What did I just say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, when we come back, we'll talk about some of the players who are having pretty good seasons so far. DeMar DeRozan is probably at the top of my list, man. He's he's doing some stuff. We we know the usual names and what they do. We're going to go over a few of them when we come back right here on Double Tech. Play your game like they might take it to an Ivy League school. Won't get Hall of Fame from my lead, dude. I see peace of the other people need food. Got a little time and I ain't trying to spend it. All you the New York Knicks are trash. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have Welcome back to Double Tech, HB, Mr. Weaver. I'm sorry for the random, the New York Knicks are trash soundbite from Stephen A. Smith, courtesy of NBA on ESPN. Is he correct, Christian? Are they trash? They're pretty trash. So check this out. So the game was going on, and they were about like twenty something. Twenty eight. So oh my gosh. At one point. So I just kind of zoned out. I'm out. I'm doing other stuff. And then Joe Franklin texted me up, said, "Dude, you watching this game?" I'm like, "No, there's no way." So of course, when I turned back, it was I think it was tied at that point in time. So in the end, I pretty much watched the rest of the collapse. They're pretty terrible, and that was a Kyrie list, KD list, Ben Simmons list, like. Everybody was gone, and they were led by yeah. what's the rookie? They were led by Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas with a cool what fifteen in the fourth quarter or something. Yeah. Insane. Oh boy, the Knicks! It's crazy so, what can happen in three hundred sixty-five days. Their starting lineup was James Johnson, Bruce Brown, Andre Drummond, who had nineteen boards, Patty Mills, and Seth Curry. And mm-hmm. that team beat the starting lineup of Kimba Walker, Evan Fournier, Quentin Grimes, Mitchell Robinson. And uh, Joseph Randall. <laughs> Not Joseph Randall. Julius uh, Randall. Well, Joseph Randall used to play uh, running back for the Cowboys. No, nah, you can call him Joseph. What are you going to do? He's not going to score on you, that's for sure. Uh, he had 31 in that game. But, but this is the thing about it, man. I don't know what it is. Because 31 is good. Don't get it twisted. But there's no way the Nets should have come back in that game. Oh, no. There's definitely no not. single way they should have come back in that game. I just, I don't know what you do from here. <laughs> for, like, what you, do you do? realize that. Tibbs did what he usually does, and he makes you really good the first year, and then you're bad. Basically, you said uh, Tibbs fool y'all. Yes, pretty much. Oh, my God. This is the Tibbs effect. That's insane. I, I, I hate it because it, it really was. Everybody was so excited. About it. Even at the beginning of the year, it wasn't as bad as it is now. But now it's like it's it's over already. Yeah, they're the 25 and 34, and they're heading the wrong way. Oh, my gosh. Um, Tibbs, he kind of even fooled me a little bit last year. I was like, maybe, maybe this is the time it works out. New Tibbs? Yeah, and then nope, nope, same as always. Same old Tibbs. Yeah, I think, I think everybody. But 
I'll have to go back and listen, find the show where we had kind of talked about what if this was just a one year thing? What what if this isn't what they do next year? What well, if I just... said that about Julius Randle and yeah. I got stuck by it. Yeah, yeah, you did. So. But I, I think we kind of felt that way just about the Knicks. What if we didn't say they were going to be this bad, but we kind of said what if. But now that really seems to be the case. That's that's insane, dude. I did not see this coming, and I and I hate it for the Knicks. I, I really do. But we it got shouldn't be the case. But it is. And now they're not going to realize that, hey, we should fire Tibbs this year. They're going to hold on to him for another year or two. And then they're going to be like, oh, he sucks. And but, then fire him. But you know what? Word on the street is that they are kind of looking at Tibbs sideways. That's that's the word okay, on the street. Okay. But you never know about those words on the street because your boy Luke Walton kept a job for a long time. That's true. <laughs> so you just never know. But if the upper brass are feeling some kind of way. Maybe they move them sooner than later. I hope they Knicks don't have do burned it. through quite a few coaches. Yeah, in the past ten years, That's so they crazy. hadn't been they hadn't been the kind to hold on to a guy for a while. Well, hopefully they don't. Just let they them shouldn't. finish out this. Or do you think they'll let them finish out this season at yeah, least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what are you going to do? I mean, the season's pretty much a loss right now for the Knicks, so might as well. But I tell you what, it's not a loss in Chicago. That boy Demar Derozan is hooping, Christian. He, I guess that was last night, thirty five plus. Seven games in a row, shooting over 50%. Did I see that? He's the first player to do that? Since. Since Will Chamberlain. Chamberlain. That is insane. How awesome is that? Because we always talk about, you know, a lot of these records that the old heads have that would never be broken because the competition was, let's be honest, garbage. Yeah, that is one of the stats that you kind of had to dig deep for. Do. But But yes, it's still impressive. That's pretty impressive, especially for a person who does shoot a lot of jumpers. And you talk about DeMar DeRozan, after that game, he was talking about, I felt like, eight of those shots. I think that last game was like 16 for 27, something like that, 15 for 26, I can't remember. But he said eight of those shots, he felt like he could have made. He missed eight easy shots. That's scary, because that dude is really hooping right now. I'm happy for him. He's definitely on the the top of my list as far as players that are playing really well going into All-Star break. Yeah, I'm not sure he's ever missed a mid-range shot. Hey, it doesn't appear that way. It doesn't happen often. I, I've talked to <laughs> one of our sales guys who doesn't watch basketball at all. He actually turned by and was watching a basketball game. And he asked me about it. I said, hey, does DeMar DeRozan like, ever miss? Like, I was like, yeah, probably not. If, if, if you're watching, he, he's, he very rarely. And you love to see it, though, because that's a part of the game that you don't see that much. Yeah, he makes his money in the mid-range. I love it. Make, make that money. Do what he you do. He had to shoot that many threes. He shoots some. But. And DeMar DeRozan, and he's, he's a pretty long dude. Pause. So, yeah, so he's, he's like six six. Yeah, got long arms. And so when he goes up for a jumper, it's it's tough to block, especially with a nice vertical and fading back. No, you're not gonna get that. But a lot of his shots are nice, pure looking shots. I, I enjoy. So yeah, Demar Derozan's at the top of my list. You got anybody else, Christian, right now that you feel like they're doing well going into All Star Weekend? Yeah, uh, there's this guy named Giannis Antetokounmpo. I've heard about him. Have you? I, I've heard. He's, he's kind of flying under the radar. Yeah. They, they, they say he's pretty good, pretty good, but I got to see it for myself. So in his last 10 games and overall in the season, he is averaging the most points in the league. Giga. He's leading the league in, in points. I see. Um, So uh, he's averaging about 33 a game in his last 10, 11 boards, six assists, shooting 62% from the field and 40% from three. Overall in the season, he's shooting about 55% from the field, averaging 29.4, 11.3, and six assists. Um, Yeah, he's good. Eh, sounds like he's, he's uh, doing good. okay for himself, I got to say. I, I think that he's kind of 
flying under the he's flying under the radar more than he should be. Like, you know, because he was finals MVP. He's he's a two time MVP, right? You are correct. He's a one time defensive player of the year. I mean, this guy's he's an all time great, and I don't think many people are disputing that. Um, but still, despite all these achievements, he's kind of flying under the radar in the MVP discussion for you know Joel Embiid. Yeah. Uh, even though he's having a better season than Joel Embiid, um, and Nikola Jokic, who I can't really argue, Giannis is having a better season than Nikola Jokic because yeah. he's having one of the best seasons in NBA history. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I think that he's probably the for me he's probably the leader in MVP because his team is winning. Mm-hmm. And because he's playing so great. Yeah. Now, if I was just going off of stats, it would be Nikola Jokic and it wouldn't be close. Yeah, yeah. But like And I, th- I personally think Nikola Jokic should be MVP really? because his team is trash. His team would be trash without him. But see, and see, that's the thing, though, because even last year, what, what did uh, Denver finish? Uh, do you remember? I'm not sure. They were good, though. They were good. So even when they were good and he won the MVP, everybody kind of downplayed it, which kind of sucked. Because he really deserved MVP. I just don't see how you can give it to him now that they're kind of just middle of the pack. Even yeah, though he's playing yeah. insanely well. But he's not going to get that. He, he, he's not going to get that. I wouldn't be mad at him if he did. But I completely understand him not getting it. But yeah, he's playing unbelievable ball. You mentioned Joel Embiid already. I think one of the great things about Joel, throughout all the stuff that's going on, with no Ben Simmons for the season, everything kind of happening. He's still going out on the court, and he was hooping. Chains have been made now, but just leading up to now, he's been playing. They're they're right there. They're fifth right now, but they're like a game and a half out of the top spot, so it really yeah, doesn't matter. The, the Eastern Conference really close. It's so tight, so tight. So, pause. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so Joel Embiid, another one of those players who's just been playing great all season going into All-Star break, he – He's right there at the top. It, it, right now, it, it really is his award to lose. Right now, yeah. Right um, now. He's averaging 29 points on the season, 11 rebounds, 4.5 assists, uh, 1.5 blocks, 1 steal. But, um, yeah, he's playing great. Uh, I wonder how good how good are the Sixers going to be when they add Harden? That, my friend, is the question of the day. I still feel like... That the way James Harden can play and the way Joel Embiid is playing, the 76ers are a problem. I, I, it's hard for me to just give it to Brooklyn, even though, boy, they, oh my gosh. I, I think Brooklyn won the trade in the long run. But I do think that once they get James Harden, and I feel like they're going to get good James Harden. Yep. Because they've already shown pictures of him and he's not fat. <laughs> That's a plus. He's a shapeshifter. Somehow he's lost weight hey, I'm telling overnight. You, he got that Rick Ross suit, man, in the yeah. closet for real. So, yeah, I think James Harden's going to come out, which he's going to debut, I think, their first game after All-Star break. Really? It's probably next Thursday. But, um, yeah, I think that he's going to be really good, and the 76ers will be very good also. I feel Even like— Even though they got beat by the Celtics by, like— A thousand? Yeah, the other night. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. All you see Joel do was step back. I did. Oh, they, boy. One practice with James Harden, he's doing James Harden step back. Yeah, it was uh, it was not pretty. But I think I almost feel like, not to say this was a immediate response to say, hey, Joel, we're here for you. Let's try to go ahead and win this championship right now. But I almost feel like the urgency is there more so for Philly mm-hmm. than it is for Brooklyn. Because with Brooklyn, Brooklyn, yeah, they don't have to get it this year. You know, I feel like that that bought them some time. 
they it, it's crazy how that works because with James Harden, with Katie, with Kyrie, it was almost like we must win now. And now with the trade, with Ben Simmons coming, James Harden stepping out, Katie kind of being hurt, Kyrie being Kyrie. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem as bad to say, well, we we have to see. Let's, yeah, we can do it next year. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it next year. The whole conversation has changed, but rightfully so, because they're really not in a position right now to get it done this year. But with Philly, yeah. they trying to get it done right now. I think, I mean, I think the Nets still have a chance. You think so? They get healthy. Kevin Durant comes back. Of course, the way things are trending with COVID, it seems like those mandates may be going away. Hey, you saw what Adam Silver said. Exactly. You? That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out, too, so, but I, um, just, I don't know. Yeah, so I do think, I, I said this last week, I think the Ben Simmons fit with them is really good. Um, think about a lineup that has, which Ben Simmons can play small ball five for them, too. Jeff Green was playing five for them last year. He was, wasn't he? Yes. So, (laughs) yeah, he can play small ball five for them. You got Kevin Durant on the court with him. You got Seth Curry. You got Kyrie Irving. And you got Patty Mills and or Joe Harris. Think about the spacing that's going to be around Ben Simmons. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The possibilities are endless for him. (laughs) That may be like the best shooting team ever assembled. When it's all said and done... It's going to be tough to defend. That That's for dang sure because you, you hit the nail on the head. That spacing is going to be unreal. The, the whole court is going to be stretched out completely. Yeah. Pause. And, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, oh, of course, Ben Simmons is great at defense. And, you know, despite him, you know, he was great on defense with the 76ers, but I think that it's going to be more apparent on – the Nets because they need his defense more than the 76ers did. Yeah. And when he's he's going to stand out as a defender on their team. He is. And they're and they're depending on it too. Like they they really are because everyone's saying, "Hey, on this team, it's not about scoring for you, buddy. You you come here do what you can do. We we want you for your passing ability, for your defense." Yeah, and and it's not going to he's not going to be cast as, you know, you're the second option on this team behind Joel Embiid. He's going to be cast as, you know, you're third. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> him shooting eight shots a game, nine shots a game is perfect. That's more than enough. Yeah. Like, seriously. Now, the thing about it is we get in some situations where, because teams are going to do some homework. They're going to figure out the best way to, I don't even want to say expose him, but to use his faults to their advantage. So then is how does he answer that? Because he's going to be put in positions where, not to say he has to score, but he has to do something with the ball other than pass it off. Right. So whenever we get into those situations, that's when we're going to see what's going to happen. Because I'm sorry, man. If I play alongside Kyrie and KD, my shot is going to be nice. I'm, I'm going to work on it to some extent to where I can be of value to you guys. Hopefully he would. I don't I don't know if he will. He I don't know if he can. He that's should. the problem. Maybe he can. Maybe it does he want to. That's that's the real question. Does he want to, Christian? Said he's been working on free throws. That's Said good. it ain't going to be a problem. He said it's not going to be a problem. I think so. But we're going to find out. Yeah. That, that's hey, that's what the people want to hear. If you're a Brooklyn fan, that's exactly what you want to hear. Man. Well, I'll tell you what you want to hear. We got these standings coming up. As soon as we get back, we'll be right back on Double Tech. Y'all just talking. I'm doing it well. Jay Kiss. Hey, you know you're my favorite white boy, right? I, I owe you for this one. I've been patiently waiting for a track to explode on. Yeah. You get stunned if you own in your to get rolled on. It feels like my flow's been hot for so long. Yeah. You thinking I'm a fall off? You're so wrong. I'm in the 
Welcome back to Double Tech HB Christian Weaver Super Bowl halftime It was fan-freaking-tastic, Christian I was a big fan Um, Now I'm a little biased Because, you know, I like these artists more than I like Weekend Or I like uh, J-Lo and Shakira I mean, they uh, look great, but let's be honest. That's it. It sounded like trash. Anyway. Um, it's a lot of cotton in the mouth. That's all. Yeah. Uh, this is, and of course, I wasn't alive for Michael Jackson. I don't remember it. I've seen it. I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I didn't watch it live. You didn't feel uh, the electricity when he was just standing there with his head cocked to the side? It was pretty cool. It was pretty awesome. I was there. I was in the third grade. Oh, I wasn't there, but. You were at the Super Bowl? Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, and, you know, Prince. Prince was great. That's of course, I was one. like 10 years old, so I don't. It is not vivid in my memory. That's that's crazy. You were ten years old when the Prince one happened. Yeah, I'm so old. Something like that. Jeez, that can't but, um, be accurate. No, I was around there. Jeez. 10 11. But uh, this is probably so old. My favorite one. Really? Yeah. Of all time, this is your favorite Super Bowl halftime of ones I've witnessed. I've witnessed live. That works. See, and, and when you say it like that, that works perfectly because it's like, hey, the ones you guys like, the Michaels and the Princes. But but wait, wait. Now, hold on a second, Christian. This this is your top of all time. You mean to tell me this was better than Bruno Mars? Bruno Mars is up there. He had a good one. He had a really good one. But I like these guys more than I like Bruno. I completely agree with that. But I understand what you're saying as far as not seeing the performances. I feel like the Prince one for me when it was raining when he did Purple Rain. I'm yeah. not I'm not going to say as, as a teenager I cried and a little tear came down my eye. Well, actually, let me see. I was 07, so I yeah. was early 20s. So I'm not going to say as an early 20-year-old I cried. This little single tear <laughs> came down my eye. Like when doves cried. When doves cried, yeah. Yep, so, when the real cries. But, dude, it, it was, I, I got to say, I was so hyped up. And your boy Kendrick came with the heat. It was so good. So much energy. To me, he probably had some of the, the best energy. He was probably the, the best woman. Of the halftime show. Let's see, you can't say that. And he, he was he was rapping. Oh, he was definitely coming yes. with it. Yeah. He, he was he was rapping, rapping. But the the thing that got me, Christian, we, we, we called it 50 Cent and we knew it was gonna happen. He should have had more songs than Mary. Mary was fine. Mary was great. She had too K- much. Yeah, for Kendrick or er, Mary had too much time. Yes. You could have gave 50 another song. You could have gave Kendrick more time with Mad City. You could have gave M more time because M basically had one song. Now, I will say this. It really was a good... I liked how they set it up with Dre kind of orchestrating the whole thing. Yeah, that was cool. at the top. That was awesome. Because Dre's always considered himself a producer. He doesn't even consider himself a rapper. No, not at all. He's, he's, like you said, he's a producer. He produces hotness. He's the guy that makes sure everything sounds good. And I I can appreciate Doc Dre for that. He's a legend. Should have been 50 instead of Mary J. Blige. More 50. I, I agree. Yes. So, I but agree. as a whole, great performance. It was Christian's favorite of all time. That's what you're saying? It's we, we can We can it's, put that down? I guess. Real, see, you hesitate to say it. So so put it like this. What are your top three? And then we'll get off of the halftime show. Top three. All right, top three of what I've witnessed. I will say this one, Bruno Prince. Okay. Okay. I'll get with that. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I'm mad at that one bit. You know what's kind of funny? It's like Prince was younger than most of these guys when he did his, his Super Bowl halftime. Yeah. You know, like uh, Dre's 56. Dre's. Which is crazy. <laughs> Doesn't seem right. Yeah, but. Um, but their music is still relevant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Prince, you hear it and it's 
it, I'm not saying it's not good. Oh, I'm not Christian, saying Christian, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying, lightly, saying I'm not saying his music's not good, but you can tell that it's older. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like their music still sounds relevant yeah. to today's rap. But see, you got to understand too, Christian. Your ear is better than most, and I, I always say, hey, well, you're old for your age. You just enjoy stuff that a lot of people your age probably wouldn't as much because we were all hyped up with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg songs. But then you got somebody who may not listen as much. That's your age would say, ah, no, that's that's that old stuff. I can't mess with that. And I'm like, man, come on. That's good. They're legends, though. I feel like everybody knows them. They should say they're legends, but some people sleep on them just because it was before their time or it was when they were extremely small. What we were listening to or somebody that was older than them was listening to but it's just like you said it's just it's legends and it's good music man right it was so great well, i needed more so I, w- I would have rather had uh just an hour show than the rest of the game <laughs> i i definitely i think everybody was feeling that way that it was like okay that's it that's no it. no like, come on they could have played that they could have played that they could have played that <clears throat> the, i was it, like they could have played hits for hours but we knew that was going to be the case like before the i know before it even started we were like okay they're not going to be able to play everything we're going to feel short change we're going to miss this many songs and that's exactly what happened but hey that's what you want to do you want to leave them wanting more and that's boy that's what they did all right enough for the super bowl halftime show standings christian how are we looking we're going into all-star weekend a lot of things are set up the way that i did not see it being set up I'm not going to say the Lakers still suck. They do, Kyle. I wasn't going to say it, <laughs> but I'll let you go ahead and tell us how we're looking. Both conferences, how's it shaping up, man? I'm, 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 I'm excited. So the Eastern Conference is extremely close. The Chicago Bulls have retook the number one seed. Boy, have they are DeMar DeRozan. Goodness. Yeah, they are 38 and 21 heading into the break. Let me check the games tonight to make sure that uh, they don't play tonight. I can't remember if they do or not. Nope, they do not. All right, so they're thirty-eight and twenty-one holding into the, or heading into the break. Then we got the Miami Heat, who do play tonight. Yeah, so they have a chance to tie it up. Who yeah, they could that t- tiebreaker. Zero point five. Oh man! So they're half a game back. So if they win, they uh they'll be tied. Yeah. Um, then you got Milwaukee in third, Cleveland in fourth, Philadelphia in. Fifth, and the Boston Celtics are now in the sixth spot. We had kind of wrote them off. I did. I surely did. But uh, they've won 11 of their last 13 games and nine of their last 10. Since December, I believe they have the best defense in the league. Really? Yeah. If you would have told me that was going to be the case, I would have laughed in your face. Ha-ha. <laughs> and the other night, we talked about it earlier, their 135-87 victory over the 76ers, the Celtics are the first team in NBA history to win three straight road games by at least 30 points. Wow. Goodness. So, yeah, they're playing pretty well. The thing about Boston, Christian, and it always comes down to it, what are you going to do when the playoffs start? Because now you're making a good push. You could potentially have a good position when the playoffs start if you keep working because you're right there with the pack now. Yeah. But what are you going to do when the playoffs start? That's that's their problem. You're, you're only four and a half back. They're right there. Yeah. But um, if... The playoffs started today. They would be matched up with the Milwaukee Bucks, and I don't like their chances. Um, so after that, we're into the play-in. Seventh, the Toronto Raptors, who are 8-2 and two in their last 10. They're playing really, really well. I think uh, Pascal Siakam is obviously the biggest snub. He's a guy that we could have been talking about as uh, in the last segment as playing really well. This is true. This is true. Yeah, we, uh, we didn't even hit on him because, yes, Toronto, they, they came out of nowhere for me because I – I was dogging on Toronto. He's like, well, hold on a second. Toronto's yeah, playing yeah. pretty good. I'm like, so, oh, yeah, whatever. 
On the season, he's averaging 22 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. In his last 10, he's averaging 25 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists on 56% from the field and 40% from three. Oh, my gosh. Spicy P. Spicy? (laughs) No, no. Uh, Does anybody call him that still? I think some people do. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. I like it. It's a good nickname. Spicy P. Spicy P. Um, (laughs) Brooklyn Nets, 31 and 27. They were losers of what, 10 straight? Something like, yeah. Uh, was it 10 or 11? I, I think, think it may have been 11. I think, it got I think they won 11, 11 straight, but the, I believe they, they have won their last two. They have. Um, and then we got the Charlotte Hornets, who are in ninth, 29 and 30. They are losers of two of, they're two and eight in their last 10, I yeah. should say. Um, Atlanta Hawks, they had got to where they were like, okay, Atlanta Hawks are back. Kissing a little Doing traction. really well. What And happened? then now they're, 500 in their last 10, and they're in the 10th spot. But I do think that they are pretty much safe in that 10th spot if they don't move up anymore. What, you don't think Washington can uh, no, come up there on? I don't. Bradley Bill is out for the season. They're, oh, that's they're, right. They're doing okay without him. They weren't doing that great with him, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they started out really well, and now they're just not doing very well. Maybe Kitschaps Przingis comes in. He's, he's amazing. Yeah, the unicorn. I doubt it, but... <laughs> I mean, he's okay. I just don't think he's going to take him to that next level. What if he did? That'd be kind of cool. Do we hope that he plays well? Because he wasn't yeah. playing terribly. No, he's playing pretty Dallas. well for Dallas when he actually played. But then they just kind of shipped him off. I still, I feel like that's it was something to do with the, the front horrible. office, man. It, it's they just were tired of dealing with him. That's the only thing I can think. Him of. and I, I know him and Luca don't like each other, but also, I don't know. I mean, just because your star wants something, it may not be in their best interest. Probably not because Brzingis is. Yeah, you kicked me. I feel <laughs> Porzingis is better <laughs> than uh, either Spencer Dinwiddie or Davis Bertans. Um, and Davis Bertans' contract goes one more year longer. Oh, boy. It's making 16 a year. But anyway, um, yeah, we got the New York Knicks at 12. The New York Knicks are trash. They are. They, they really are. What's that you say, Stephen A.? The New York Knicks are trash. Okay. I just got to keep that yeah. nearby. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then we got the Indiana Pacers, who are 20 and 40 at 13. Uh, Tyrese Halberton, he's pretty good. He's really good. Why? I, that's, speaking that's of things we don't understand, that's why? Like, of all sense. the moves you could have made, the things you could have done. I, and I think we pointed out that we like Demonis Sabonis. It just didn't make sense. It just didn't make sense. Not at all. But it's, it's, I think it's just the fact that no one knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that he was even available. Like, everybody kind of assumed, oh, there's no reason they're going to get rid of him. There's no point in even asking. And then he's gone. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Buddy Hield had 36 <laughs> last night, I believe, too. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, oh, Tristan Thompson, Pacers legend, is now going to the Bulls, by the way. <laughs> did you just call him a Pacers legend? Yeah. That's he was there for all of, like, two or three games. Is he, he's going to the Bulls? Yeah. He's getting bought out. He's going to go to the Bulls. Do you think... They will actually use him, or if he's just. I do. Be, you think so? Yeah, I don't. I don't think their backup big rotations that great, but um, yeah. And he wrote like a big thing on Instagram and like pictures of him in a Pacers uniform. And stuff. Got jokes. Like, okay, that's funny. You've been here for like two days. That's funny. I'm gonna have to go look because I I did not see that. I don't know if it was sincere, but it looked sincere. Um, fourteenth, <laughs> we got the Detroit Pistons thirteen and forty five. Mm. Orlando Magic thirteen and forty seven at fifteenth in the bottom. Of the Eastern Conference. We move on to the Western Conference. West West. The Phoenix Suns are really good at basketball, in case you didn't know. Oh my gosh. They've won seven straight, nine and one in their last ten. I need to look up 
how many games they've won this year as opposed to lost? Well, no, what I can just say about Phoenix, because I was looking at a stat, um, I guess it was, well, obviously it was Devin Booker and Chris Paul, but how high their percentages are in crunch time. It's like, I can't remember how much Devin Booker was shooting in crunch time or Chris Paul, but it was it was insanely high. But somebody tweeted that out, and then Devin Booker quoted the tweet and saying, shush, like you're speaking too loud or something mm-hmm. like that. Because Phoenix, oh my gosh, they're, they're scary right now. And I did not think... I still feel like Golden State. I, I'm picking Golden State if they face each other. That's just me, Christian. It's just me. Clay's back. He's looking good. As good as Phoenix. Oh, I tell you what though. As I get sidetracked, because I get excited. Chris Paul against Steph again in in the playoffs. Man, oh man, that that excites me. That 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 really does to see those two guys go up against each other because Chris Paul. He he's been on the short end of some Steph Curry a lot. Of the times, but at the same time, what was that? When uh, Chris Paul was playing for Houston, was it? And then he got hurt. Uh, Houston was about to give uh, Golden State the business. They they were giving them the business until Chris Paul actually got hurt. But I, I don't know, man. I still feel like if they match up or whenever they do match up in the playoffs, my money's got to go to Golden State. Back to Phoenix, and I don't know. I I think I would go with them in a series against the Golden State right now. Really? Because, uh, I mean, they're the best team in the league right now. They are, but I don't know, man. So, uh, in this calendar year, the year of 2022, uh, they are 21-2. Jeez. 21-2, huh? They're they're pretty good. Seven games. They're on pace for 68 wins. Are they going to get them, though? I don't know. I don't know. I just... So they're number one in the West is where we started yeah. off with. So you think right now your money's on Phoenix in a seven-game series against Golden State? Yeah, I'll take Phoenix. Ooh, I gotta go with you know, State. I would like – you know what would be cool? What you got? Milwaukee versus Phoenix again. You think so? I'd be cool with it. I wouldn't mind it. I, I don't think would I would you like it. Milwaukee versus the Lakers more? Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> like, let's just, just keep it a buck. I, I hate to go on record and say we're not going to do something, but you're not going to do. Something. We're not. I just, just come on now. I'm, I'm not even going to lie to myself anymore. Like, like I told you, like last week, I had to take a week off because it was just too stressful. 80s down, and that's that's a whole other story. But yeah, go ahead, man. So ahead, uh, we got to get through these. Yeah. <laughs> One more thing. Um. <laughs> so I think Ramona Shelburne came out and said that y'all are going to keep your roster pretty much the same for next season. Really? I think so. Well, there you go. She better be wrong. Anyway. She's probably not. She can't can't be right. She can't be right. There has to be changes made. Run it back. That's what we see. (laughs) Horrible. Anyway, Golden State Warriors are in second, 42 and 17. So the Phoenix Suns have built a six and a half game lead in the Western Conference. Sitting comfy. At the break, pretty much. Sitting comfy. Um, Memphis, the surprise of the season, 41 and 19 in the third spot. Comfortably above Utah, who is at the fourth spot, thirty-six and twenty-two. Then you got the Dallas Mavericks, who are—they're good, yeah. right? Uh, Luca is good. Luca is good. Yeah. Luca is really good. I mean, we keep so, it a buck. Luca is great. Yeah, Luca in his last ten games is averaging thirty-two points, ten rebounds, eleven and eleven assists on forty-eight percent from the field and forty-two percent from three. So yeah, he's pretty good. He's been carrying them. Yes. Pretty much. Um, Denver Nuggets, 33 and 25 in the sixth spot. Minnesota Timberwolves at seven, 31 and 28. LA Clippers, 
LA's team. Uh, I'm gonna play some music on you. Yeah. Just for that. So uh, they're 29 and 31 in the eighth spot. Los Angeles Lakers are 27 and 31. Yeah. Got a win last night. We Utah did. Jazz. I mean, it was a great win. I saw where y'all were like two and 13 against playoff teams, Why you and, saying, but in those two wins are against the Utah Jazz or something. Like that, that sounds good. At least we get. At least you're beating though, the Jazz. Right? Yes. At least we're doing something right. Tenth. We got the Portland Trailblazers, the fighting Anthony Simons. <laughs> the fighting, I was the fighting Blazers. Yeah, they, they he really is. Anthony Simons is hooping, man. It's crazy that they basically drafted Dame again. <laughs> is is that the case? Pretty is, much. Is that is that what you would call him? Yeah, Dame two. So his last three games: thirty-one points, thirty-one points, thirty points. He's he's playing. He's playing well. He is. As a starter, I don't know his exact stats, but on the season, he's averaging 17 points and four assists. Oh my gosh. But as a starter, I think he's averaging like 23. Anyway, um, <laughs> go through the rest of these. New York, New Orleans Pelicans, I should say, are 11th. San Antonio Spurs are 12th. Sacramento is 13th. 14th, we got the OKC Thunder. And 15th, we got the Houston Rockets. Did I see that correctly? Zion is done. done. Yeah, he's pretty much not going. Do this season at least. Is, I think is, he's going to require surgery again. I think I saw that too. I saw. Yeah. Will this be? I don't want him to be a what if man. Yeah. It's I'm looking. Sorry. It's, it's looking pretty good. sketchy right now. You and think I, he has any desire to play for New Orleans either? No. Me either. I don't think so. But at the same time, it's it's kind of out of your control right now. You you need to focus on getting back yeah. on the court, not where you get back on the court, just getting back on the court. So mm-hmm. beggars can't be choosers, man. They really can't. All right, challenge coming up, Christian. I think I got you on this one. Maybe, probably not. I don't think I do, but we'll find out. It'll be a lot tougher. No, it's not. Man, can I go back and redo it? No. <laughs> Dog it. I guess you can if you want. Nah, nah. We're just going to try it out and see what happens. <laughs> right back on Double Tech. I'm somebody's Welcome back to Double Tech HB, Mr. Weaver. Final segment of Double Tech. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. All-Star Weekend is upon us. I'm excited. I always look forward to this time of year, man. It's, it's great. It's fun. It really is. When was the last time we had like Super Bowl and All-Star Weekend like back-to-back weekends? Does this happen often? I don't feel like it does. I don't think it does. Usually there's a gap in between. I think between. there's usually at least a week in between. I know last year was all delayed and all discombobulated anyway, but... Yeah, it's this is pretty awesome weekend festivities, I gotta say. But uh Christian, I got something for you this this week. Are you ready? I'm ready. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. It's time for what organization is this athlete associated with? Okay, Christian. For the most part, it shouldn't be too tough. But at the same time, it's almost like it depends on who you ask. There's no right or wrong answer to these questions. It's really more of a more of an opinion, so to speak. I know what you're saying. How, how can we do how? trivia yeah. with an opinion? Okay. All right. Well, today is the GOAT's birthday. Michael, yes. Michael Jordan turned. How old? He turned 59. Okay. I know you knew that. That's too easy. My question for you is this. I want you to give me, according to Complex. I went through okay. a lot of them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's theirs. It's theirs. Okay. Because I looked at a handful of them. And this was the one I wanted to go to. So according to Complex, I want you to give me, starting with number one, Michael Jordan. All right. Is this the weirdest one? I wouldn't say it's weird. 
Okay. Honestly, there were a couple names. I, I maybe would have shifted a couple, but all right, MJ is number one. It's I want LeBron you to two. give me the top fifteen. Is LeBron two? Yes, he is. Is Kareem three? Kareem is three. All right, so we get to four, and this is where it sort of gets interesting. Is okay. it Magic? Magic is number four. It's five. Bill Russell. No, it is not. It's five. Larry Bird. No, it is not. <laughs> Okay. Five is one of my goats. Kobe? Kobe is number five. five. They have Kobe at number five. Now, since you said their names, I guess I can give you their position because there's no point in you having to say their name again. You said Larry Bird. He's number seven. You said Bill Russell. Bill Russell is number nine. Okay. Yep. I respect this list a little more. (laughs) I knew you would like that. Anyway, um, (laughs) Wilt Chamberlain is six, right? Wilt Chamberlain is eight. Huh. So you're missing six right now. You got to get six, and then we're back at ten. Tim Duncan? Tim Duncan is number ten. Shaq. Shaq is number six. What many would say the most dominant player, even no, it's the most physically dominant player. That's how you like to say. Okay, now what I'll say about this: these next few players, or next couple of players, they play right now. That's kind of a dead giveaway. Two of these guys, really? yes. Do Out they? Of these five. Two of them are Kevin Durant. Up. Kevin Durant is number eleven. Um, they have Chris Paul that high. They do not have Chris Paul in the top fifteen. They shouldn't, <laughs> and he's not. <laughs> I'm missing somebody. Obviously. You are, and when I say it, you're gonna be like, "Of course, how did I forget about him?" Want a clue? Yeah, the greatest shooter of all time. Oh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry yeah, okay. is number twelve on this list. Oh, number thirteen. Hakeem. Hakeem is number fourteen. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett is number 15. So we're missing 13. What era? Old school. Old school. Like pre, old, old school? Like pre-Michael Jerry Jordan. West. Nah, he's not in the top 15. Shit. Anyway. <laughs> His nickname is Big. Oh, yeah. Big Oscar. There Oscar. you go. You know what? That was pretty good. So you know what? This The reason I picked this list, I actually like this list. Yeah. This, I mean, there's... There's a consensus of who is in the top 10 or who is in the top 15. Usually, yeah. it's just what order you put them in. Exactly. That, that, that pretty much is the thing. Now, I, I will say this. I knew you would get a kick out of Bill Russell not being in the top five. Because people always throw him up there because he has 11 rings. It's yeah. all well and good. But like you always say, he was playing with, who was he playing against? Mailman garbage men. Oh, yeah. garbage men. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Wine cooks. <laughs> It's like on that. Uh, it's like on three hundred. Whenever uh, Leonidas is talking to his friend, he was asking like, "What do you do? Like, what do you do?" It's like yeah. oh, me. I, I brought fighters. What are you talking about? Man, I love three hundred. It's a great movie. Gotta watch it again. I haven't seen it in a while. You haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, I, I have. If it holds up. Oh, it does, Christian. Does it? Yes, it does. Three hundred. It what? seems kind of goofy looking back. Well, it was already very, you know, it's stylized very, yeah, extremely, but it was so good. Spots hands. What is your profession? Ooh, come yeah. on now. Get me hyped up. I'm gonna listen to that before I go to the gym. Lose my mind. Here we go. Alley oops and flagrant fouls. All right, Christian, what you got, Chief? All right, I got a couple alley oops. I'm gonna give one to one. Josh Giddy. Hey, he is the only other player in NBA history, other than Oscar Robertson, to have three straight triple doubles as a rookie. He is the first, second, third, fourth youngest player to ever get a triple double in it. In an NBA game. What is going on? Yes. Such a young gun, man. That's nice. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, the future is bright, I would say. In his last 10 games, he's averaging 16 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists. 
uh, yeah, I like him. Nice. Uh, I got more kind of on that here in my flagrant foul, but uh, <laughs> alley-oop. I'm going to give one to uh, Lou Williams also. Okay. I don't know if you saw it last night, but he played his 985th career game off the bench, which passed Dale Curry for most since starters were first tracked in 1970-71. So Whoa. he has played the most games as the sixth man ever. Congrats to Lou Wood. Hey, that's a, that's a nice one to have right there. And then I'll give one, this is kind of funny, to uh, Chris Finch, who is the Minnesota Timberwolves head coach. He had his 100th game last night against the Raptors. He's tied for the second highest win percentage in franchise history. Really? <laughs> wow. That's kind of that's kind of like a flagrant for the Timberwolves for that he's already one of their winningest coaches ever, and he's not it's not like lighting the world on fire, but yeah, he's, he's, he's got to win playoff contention. That is pretty awesome. Uh, flagrant foul. I'm going to give one to the Thunder haters. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why the Thunder themselves always get the brunt of the like, oh, they're they're blatantly tanking. I don't know why they're, either. I don't like. Why are we not looking at the Rockets? Why are we not looking at the Orlando Magic? Like what? We're better than them. I think it's because you guys hold so much power right now. With all, it's the like picks we have stuff. all yeah. the picks. Yeah, so it's like they're really hating on you because y'all can not to say control your own destiny, but at the same time, y'all can make a lot of moves that a lot of teams can't. Yeah, it's like there there are teams that are blatantly losing, <laughs> and I don't think too. it's the Rocket or I don't think it's the Thunder because. We've won like three of our last four, yeah, or something like that. Y- y'all um, win a lot of games, and you say, "Crap, why and, do we win this game?" Yeah, there's national people that talk about it, making them nerves. But um, there, uh, the other night I saw a tweet. It was playing. We were playing the Knicks, and our starting lineup is like, I mean, it was Trey Mann, Josh Giddy, Derek Favors, uh, Lou Dort wasn't playing. I think it was Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. So there was like three, uh, three rookies. And two guys that aren't that great. Oh, gosh. Um, and we ended up winning in overtime. And Josh Giddy, you know, had like 28, 14, and 12. Yeah. But uh, they were dogging our lineup, saying, like, there's no way they could put this lineup up in and, like, claim that they're trying to win. And we ended up winning. So, seriously? Come yeah. on now. Get out of here. Yeah, you know the talking heads are always going to talk. This is what they do, even when they don't know what they're talking about. It's not right. a shot at me or you. Just. Yeah. But speaking of talking heads, Kevin Harlan, alley-oop to him. Did you know this is his first ever All-Star game he's really? calling? Yes. I didn't know that. Did Marv usually call him? I know Marv called a couple. Uh, I'm trying to see who else, who else have they had called some. I don't know. But Kevin Harlan should have been me, called. Kevin Harlan's the GOAT. Kevin Harlan's the GOAT, man. Like, he he really is. There was a time where I was, like, having him and Marv kind of like this because I grew up with Marv. Mm-hmm. Kevin Harlan is a monster. Fresh off calling the Super Bowl, which yeah, is fantastic. So, Kevin Harlan doing his first ever All-Star game, so that's pretty sweet. So, shout out to him. I'll be tuning in, that's for sure. Uh, flagrant goes to your boy, Patrick Beverly. You see him yeah, causing I saw, trouble. I saw that. Yeah, him causing trouble, getting over the line on Gary Trent Jr., just causing a lot of ruckus because that's what he does. And then on the flip side of things, Gary Trent Jr. lit his yeah, tail up. He, he for like 30 <laughs> something, I think. Yes, he dropped a 30 piece on his head and they lost that game. Or Pat Bev's team lost that game. Minnesota Timberwolves fall to Toronto. Uh, I don't understand what he was doing. It being him. Like, that's all he it's was like doing. It's like it's before the tip. It, just let it go. Yes, but that's what he does. Because, like, it was at one point in time, because, of course, obviously you can see he's stepping past Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent Jr. is right there on the line, and Patrick Beverly's trying to get in front of him past the line. And he was like, no, like, no, you're not going to do that. And then Pat's like, oh, what you doing? Oh, what you doing? Like, I'm stopping you from doing what you're trying to do. And then Pat Bell does what he does, talks a lot of trash. and then They both got up. teed up before the yeah before jump, right? Yeah. But, Gary, hey, Gary Trent did what you're supposed to do. Answer back by balling, and boy, did he. Yeah. Quick 30-piece. Well, that's it, Christian. All-Star Weekend. What you got planned? What are you going to do? 
Uh, sit on the couch and watch it. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> I think I'll do that exact same thing, actually. I don't have much else other than my daughter's basketball games, which got to make up some. It's been a fun season. It's it's crazy because I think they have like a handful of games left and then the season is over and it's like, feel like it just started. It does seem like it just started. It did. They're about six games in now. How many games are there? Eight. Really? Yep. So it's really almost over. It's right there, man. It's it's right there. So, hey, that's what I'll be doing. Basketball with my daughter. Basketball with some NBA players. Y'all enjoy All-Star Weekend. We'll join you next week where we talk about our predictions and which ones we got right. All of them, Christian. I'm counting this time. All, every single one of them. Yeah? No? You're talking, you're talking about uh, preseason predictions? No, I'm talking about uh, all the All-Star predictions. Oh. Yeah. I, I got every single one right this week. Okay. All no, right. Oh, believe? okay. I get you. Yeah. <laughs> y'all believe me? You have no confidence in I believe you. Okay. I don't believe that. (laughs) Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll join you next week. Y'all have a great one.